ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, Paramount Plus, Apple TV Plus. Aren't there enough of these pluses out there? Well, not yet. Yes, it's Lance and Matt Plus, a new podcast presented by WFOB and WBVI. Okay, now we've got enough pluses. So let's join Lance Morris and Matt Kaufman for Lance and Matt Plus. Welcome on into this edition of Lance and Matt Plus, a podcast Heard exclusively on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, along with online through WFOB and WBVI.com. I'm Lance Morris. He's Matt Kotman. And Matt, I had an idea, so we're having a second podcast this week. I hope that's okay. You're never going to tell me that there's not enough time with me being on air. Well, that's that's that that will never happen. So, yes, I'm absolutely okay with a bonus round. However, you got my name wrong. You got my name wrong. Oh, here we go. The name is Matt Kuyper the Third. It's one of the worst names I've heard in my entire life. Matt McShay. Matt McShay does sound better. How about Matt Jeremiah? It's a man no. with two first names. No, that's in between. So Matt McShay should be my draft guru name. Matt McShay sounds the best in my opinion. Seems reasonable. We should put a poll up there for that one. Whether <laughs> whether that one sounds the best or uh, what, what was it? Uh, Jackson Klepfer is that my that was that the, my name in Van Lu? That was your Van Lu name, yes. That's my Van Lu name, so I can be part of the Klepfer clan. Uh, but yeah, man, this is awesome. Like you gave me the idea last night, and I thought it was brilliant. And I I, I know it's basically a guaranteed win for me because I, I'm just awesome. Well, There's no other way around it. And our incredible listeners, our dear, dear, sweet, amazing, wonderful listeners, the ones that will vote for my team because they are God-fearing, good, decent humans. I'm just so looking forward to them hearing this podcast. It's going to be great. Everyone else, we won't drop this until next week. Same thing with the poll. But... <laughs> No, it's I'm excited, man. This is gonna be fun. You see, the the argu- the problem with your argument is of all the polls we've ran, including the ones from our most recent episode, you've won one of like nine polls, bro. Wait, I didn't win any of the polls from. No, the last you didn't episode. win any of them. What? Hold on, hold, <laughs> hold. The oh, my phone's dead. Uh, I no, no. There's no way I couldn't have won some of those polls. You did not the show win earlier this week. You did not win any of them. I don't even I think only even one was close. What is wrong with our listeners? <laughs> what is right with our listeners it sounds like. So yeah. So with our uh so starting from from back to front in this instance, our fifth list was top 5 movies we could watch on repeat whose list is better. I won with 62% of the vote for top 5 Disney movies and franchises, I won with 77% of the vote. How did you get 77? Oh, my God. List okay. three for the teams we don't root for that we'd like to see win a title, I won with 65% of the vote. Actually, I think that you, one got the most You and votes. I had matching teams. Yeah, we had a little crossover, but oh, wow. for for the wow. overrated foods, I won that one with 73%. And I'm, I'm not surprised I lost that one. I, I threw Chick-fil-A out there. I'm... I, I figured I'd be public enemy number one with the polls. And then for top five places we wanted to see a sporting event, I won with the largest margin on that one with 82%. What? 
I made How? him speechless. How? It's the first time How? ever. How? How? You know what? Yo, know, here's the thing. <laughs> I keep complimenting our listeners. So I love our listeners. So instead, you're going to try insulting them to curry more favor? I don't know. Maybe they prefer to be belittled. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. How did I lose the stadium? Th- like the the ones that I lost by the largest margin, you and I actually had crossover. On. <laughs> it's like, oh look, they agreed, but I so actively want to choose against Matt's list, <laughs> even though they agreed. I'm still gonna give the win to the air. Oh man. I'm offended. I'm hurt. <laughs> but nonetheless, we'll give you a chance to win here in our ultimate team. There, draft. there is no hope. Clearly, <laughs> I, I thought I drafted and picked things with the youth vote in mind. Clearly, I did. Oh, fine. Just keep going. So I'm for sad. for our parameters for our teams, nothing, nothing too crazy. 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense to go with a kicker, a punter, a return specialist, and of course, with a coach. So, no, uh, we're not going position by position or anything. It's just who you want when you want them. And since Matt keeps complaining, I'll give you pick number one. No, I don't want pick number one right now. You can't pick number one. What do you mean one. you don't want pick number one? I, I, I am such a football nerd. I could win this thing with like pick number five. Okay. Okay. Well, that was a terrible idea for you. I mean, I don't know why you would do that, but so I get the number one pick of all these NFL players. Yeah. Watch your brain melt trying to make this pick because it took me like three hours to figure out my board. I already know who I want with my first pick. So swear to God, part of me almost wants to see you be a homer and pick like a, like a Calvin Johnson or someone like that. Go ahead. At least he's using the music this time. With the first overall pick in this ultimate NFL player draft, Team Lance, because I didn't think of any other name, Team Lance will pick Randy Moss as the first overall pick. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I had a feeling you were going to go, Moss. Did you? Yeah, I did. If it's a consolation wide receiver is like the hardest one for me to pick. So yeah, Moss was on my list. He He's a good player. He's, he is a very, very good player. But if you're going to do that, I'm, I'm already ready. So music me. With the second pick in the ultimate NFL draft. Team Matt selects Jerry Rice, wide receiver, San Francisco 49ers. I had a feeling you'd come back and do that. Yeah, as soon as you went, Ma, I need to lock in my I need to lock in my wide receiver one, baby. I just had to. You just had to? Well, I didn't have to. I have like four other receivers that I would have also taken as wide receiver one. So I didn't necessarily need to, but if you're going Randy Moss, there there's an argument to be made. It's not a strong argument because between the two of them, I'd take Jerry Rice any day. Would you? Dude, Jerry, 
I understand Jerry Rice was awesome. I'm not disputing that. But Randy Moss, I mean, just if for if for no other reason the athlete he was. Well, I'm gonna ask you this question, okay? This is this is where I have a conundrum in terms of Randy Moss because if we're making a wide receiver Mount Rushmore, he's on it. He's absolutely on it for me. I I mean the argument the argument for Rice is how consistent he was on top of his greatness, whereas with Randy Moss, he had peaks and valleys depending on his stops. I, I think my argument for Rice over Moss is and we'll move to the next pick after this because we we could just have an hour and a half debate <laughs> over every pick of as course. well. <laughs> Easily. Uh, my my argument of Rice over Moss Moss was the most elite deep threat wide receiver the NFL has ever seen. I would not have Randy Moss go across the middle, though. Jerry Rice, I'd have no problem sending him deep, sending him on the post, sending him on a screen, sending him over the middle, sending him to the outside, sending him on a hook. It's It didn't matter what type of play you did with Jerry Rice. He was going to win that matchup. See, so that that's... That's kind of why for me, like Moss, nobody did deep routes better than him. It's just as simple as that. No one has, nobody will. By the same token, though, part of the thing that makes Randy Moss's game so impressive is his height and his leaping and his athleticism. And I got to tell you, that's something that's kind of become commonplace in the NFL now. I, I would make a decent argument, not being a homer, but just calling it as it is for somebody like a Mike Evans to possibly be one of the best deep route runners in the NFL. And one of the best jump ball players in NFL history. Same thing could be said for um, Calvin Johnson, who's just going into the hall of fame now. I mean, it's there's for, for me, Moss is great. One of the all time greats. I'm happy with Jerry Rice, though. I will take him nine times out of ten over Randy Moss. So for my next pick, for my next pick, where do I want to go for my next pick? For my next pick, I'll flip sides of the ball. Oh, okay. I'm going to go. I will go. Prime time, Deion Sanders. Uh, you're you're so going basic Betty chalk. This is great. What do you mean? <laughs> because Deion Sanders is one of the most electric football players ever. Deion Sanders. So just so you're on aware, whatever coach you have better be like an iron fisted tyrant because you now have Deion and Randy Moss on the same team. And when things are going good, they'll be going great. Sure. As soon as you're down by 10 in any game, though, I would like hide the women and children. <laughs> That's fine. I I am already ready to make my pick. Hit me. With the second pick or with the fourth pick in the ultimate NFL draft, Team Matt selects Charles Woodson, defensive back. Fostoria, Ohio. Uh, Fremont, Ohio. Excuse me. Fremont, Ohio. I mean, I knew he'd be... I mean, he was high on, high on my board, too. So, Yeah. I mean, here's the... I'm kind of just... Because how deep my board is on every position, I'm content just going, like, 
alternating with whatever pick you make as well for like whatever position you get. So yeah, Charles Woodson, I, I now have a cornerback. I now have a safety. And if I really want to split hairs, I now have a wide receiver too as well. <laughs> so yeah, Charles Woodson, no doubt about it. So I'll just, uh, I'll be simple as you might put it. I'm being simple. It's being basic. There's a difference. I'm just going to turn around and get my other corner and go Darrell Revis. Oh, God. you are a prisoner of the moment. What do you mean sir? prisoner of the moment? Lockdown corner. Darrell Revis locked down. He's not lockdown corner. He had a nickname for Revis Island because if you threw there, you might as well be thrown to an island. No, he had that nickname because he had successfully convinced everyone he needed that nickname. Okay. No, no. What do you not- mean, no? Darrell Revis. God. My God. What do you mean, like, my Here's the God. problem I have with Darrell Revis, okay? Here, here's the problem I genuinely have with Darrell Revis. What, that he was a mercenary? No, not that he was a mercenary. Here's the thing. I view Mercs in the NFL differently than Mercs in the NBA. The, N- the NBA, realistically... Your first contract, unless it's like just a league minimum type of thing, you're randomly coming out as like a walk-on player in the NBA is a couple million dollars at a time. Even second round picks are getting a little over a cu- of about a couple million per year on their contracts nowadays because the CBA is just that crazy for the NBA. And even players, I mean, we've talked about different busts that have come through the league they're still in the league on teams. They're still on rosters. They're still in the rotation. There's also the Euro League. There's the Middle Eastern League. There's the chi- the China League and Asian Leagues, like for different regions in Asia. There's lots of places that you can play pro basketball. Pro football, it's Canada and America. That's about it. So anyone in the NFL who's sitting there going, I want more money, and they've earned that more money, yeah. Give them more money. They've earned it. I'm not going to disagree with that. Where Darrell Revis falls short for me, and where I'll just be candid, I actually don't even think he'll end up being, he should be a Hall of Famer once the time comes. What? Because of this. Darrell Revis actively and deliberately made it an emphatic mission of his to never play zone defense. Yeah, because he wanted to man up the other guy. I want a defensive back that can play zone as well as man someone up. Deion Sanders could play zone and man up a person. Charles Woodson could play zone and man up a person. Um, Some of the other guys I've cut. Daryl Green from Washington could man up and play a person. Rondé Barber could do the same thing. Brian Dawkins at different points, even though he was a safety, he could man up tight ends and also play zone. It's I... I view elite corners and the best of the best in the history of the NFL as people that if I put them in any system, they're going to do good. Darrell Revis actively demanded a trade out of Tampa Bay and actively demanded trades out of the Jets because of a combination of wanting more money and not wanting to play any zone he would check himself out of games if they switched to zone coverage 
That's not an elite corner. That's a guy that's like, oh, I can cover one-on-one. Yeah, but that means you're also not a team player. You, you have picked three powder kegs to start your draft. I, I am very excited about this. Well, it's a good thing this is a fantasy team and not a team that would actually, you know, gather outside of football. Oh, God, wouldn't that be crazy to see this team <laughs> gather outside of football? Like, actually suit it up? I almost I almost want to, like, slant my picks now to try and make the, like, craziest team. To, to just make the I might insane. I might do that by accident, too. That's always in the cards. <laughs> I can see it now. Yep, with my final pick, I'm taking Ryan Leaf as my quarterback. Whoa. <laughs> He's, he's all right now, though. He's gotten a lot better now. That is true. Okay, so I, I'm ready for my next pick. Hit me. So now I got to beat your coverage with the sixth pick in the ultimate NFL draft. Team Matt selects Larry Fitzgerald, wide receiver, Arizona. I mean, he's awesome. I mean, there's not really another way to go about it. Uh, Here's the thing. As of right now, three of my four Mount Rushmore wide receivers are now between these two teams. So it's like this is is just going to be a great wide receiver duel between these teams. So I'm going to take a guy who may or may not be on your top tier, but with you, we never know. Uh, we'll go another quote-unquote, at times, problem child. I will go Terrell Owens. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, my. Y- you know what? When I was prepping for this. Here we go. When I was prepping for this ultimate draft, and I was putting my board together, actually... I, I called my father and spoke with him as well about this. So I wanted some insight, some input, helping me decide between a couple people. And as I listed all the wide receivers that I was looking at, he asked, do you think you're going to need to take them early? And I said, no, because Lance isn't crazy or anything and wouldn't take Terrell Owens as one of his wide receivers. Terrell Owens, man. Bro, he had a hundred some yards on a broken leg in the Super Bowl. Terrell Owens, man. Dude. Dude. Oh. Oh, you sweet summer child. You sweet, sweet summer child. So how many receivers are we having on these teams? Two, three? What what's what's your mindset on this? It depends on how you want your team to be constructed. I know I'm going to take at least one more. Because okay. I'd rather have another receiver than like a fullback. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna go opposite of that. I'll I'll stick with my two receivers. I feel pretty good about those. Um actually I don't I, honestly with just my wealth of stupid football knowledge that I have, uh, we should, we could easily draft two teams without missing. Well, the yeah, of course, the, like what I put together for this thing, but okay. So Terrell Owens, good God. Um, 
Okay, I'm I'm ready. Hit me. With the eighth pick in the ultimate draft, Team Matt selects Dick Butkus, linebacker, Chicago Bears. Shocker, he went an old guy. I, I went the best middle linebacker in the history of the NFL. Okay. And I will be running a 3-4 defense, by the way. 3-4 defense, please. Yeah, I don't like it either, but everyone runs it now. It's. I'd prefer to run a 43, but nobody really runs the 43 anymore. Well, they should. They really should, honestly. Like, little, little side note, pause, pump the brakes for a second. That's like the most accurate thing you've ever said. <laughs> yes, they should have a lot more teams running the 43 defense. But anyway, unpause, back to being bitter rivals. Outstanding take there, Lance. Yes, they should <laughs> run more 4-3, but continue. Oh, man. So now, let's see. So with... Where do I want to go next with my next pick? Um, doo, 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 doo. Okay, I'll take I'll take someone I know you're at least kind of a fan of. I will be taking a man who just became a Super Bowl champion multiple times. Rob Gronkowski for my tight end. Lance make pick, Rob Gronk get ball, Gronk make touchdown. Yeah, that simple. That's really that's Gronk Gronk run, run that way. Okay. Gronk run here. Okay. Gronk run there. Gronk catch ball. Gronk catch ball. Gronk spike ball. Gronk spike ball. <laughs> Not bad pick. Not too bad. I did I will admit Rob Gronkowski, even as a Patriot, was one of those players that I always did kind of like. Like, I was never a huge fan of him. Right. But it, it, he was always fun. And the dude's act, he, he presents himself as like this crazy lunatic partier. But he's he, uh, he also, like, saved a, however much chunk of his actual contract money, too. He saved all of it. Yeah. He has not, he has not spent $1 of any of his contracts he has only spent his performance bonuses since he's entered the NFL. So Rob Gronkowski is not a to mention, he, not to mention he did step away for a year, then come back. Yeah, and in that year, he helped host Rockin' New Year's Eve, went to the WWE, and was hosting three TV shows that he was just working off of the residuals for those. Right. It's Rob Gronkowski is a 32-year-old partying lunatic tight end that also happens to be worth over a hundred million dollars because he hasn't spent a single dollar of his contract money like also, also the fact that he's only 32 is insane yeah it doesn't <laughs> seem like he's been in the league forever because he's i think i remember talking about it during like the super bowl time i think him and like travis kelsey are like the same age or almost the same age and we i feel like we've had gronk in our lives so much longer. Well, it's because Gronk started as soon as he came in the league, whereas Kelsey, Kelsey's like two years behind him. I think he's almost 30 at this point. Um, 
But when Kelsey came in the league, he, he spent like two or three years as an also ran as part of the Chiefs. I, I mean, he he didn't really. Travis Kelsey is 31. Travis Kelsey's 31 already? Was born October 5th of 1989. Oh my God, I'm older than Travis Kelsey? What have I done wrong with my life? And Gronk is also 31. His birthday is next month. I'm older than Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hell have I done wrong in my life? Well, we don't have time for that. Clearly. Oh, God. Well, Rob Gronkowski's a good pick. I'm going <laughs> to give you that one. I'm ready with my next pick. Hit me. I'm going to finish out my middle linebacker core. This one hurts me. It hurts hurts me to say this. Ray Lewis. Oh, Ray Lewis. Here's the thing. I I mean, he's, I mean, he's gotta be in the top, like three of Steelers slash Ravens. You hate. Well, let's put it this way. Ray Lewis is near the top of my list of players. I hate with a passion. He's also on that same list of players. I would stop what I'm doing to watch them play because I cannot stand Ray Lewis as a Cleveland Browns fan. Inherently to my soul, I root for his failure. There is no denying the fact that I picked Dick Butkus as my other middle linebacker. I think he's the best middle linebacker of all time. I just do. No one can tell me that Ray Lewis is not immediately second on that list. And truthfully, a lot closer to butt kiss than people give him credit for. He's better than Jack Lambert, better than Patrick Willis, better than guys like Jonathan Vilma or Luke Keekley or some of the other great linebackers that have come through as middle linebackers. Ray Lewis, I feel you could put him in any era and he'd be successful. And that kills me to say, because I'm a Browns fan, but yeah, Ray Lewis is my other middle linebacker. So for my next pick, I will take the player that some consider to be overall the greatest linebacker of all time. I will go with Lawrence Taylor. <sighs> I'm mad at you because I wanted to go LT next. <laughs> Really I, mad at you. I would not be surprised if I know exactly who your next pick is. Knowing, really? Knowing you, I think I know who your next pick is. I'll tell you if I'm correct or not. You know what? My phone is back to running. Text me who you think it is, and I'll just tell you <laughs> yes or no. Is this is this funnier than doing it on air? Well, it's it's not necessarily funny. I'll give you a lot of credit. I just want to see where you're going with it before we do it on air i'm just curious message has been sent actually no your your first name is right but your last name is wrong (laughs) okay music me you were 50 percent right on who i would take with this next pick with my next pick i select mr Derek Brooks. 
I think that's what I meant. Well, you put Derek Thomas. Don't get me wrong. Derek Thomas is a great. Did you mean Derek Brooks, the Bucks linebacker? Yes, I did. Okay, then yeah, you were completely right. <laughs> that then in that regard, you're completely right. Derek Thomas is a great player. He's a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, no, Derek Brooks. Well, 14 years in the NFL, 11-time All-Pro, 12-time Pro Bowler, easily the best 4-3 outside linebacker in the NFL. I could easily convert him to an outside linebacker in a 3-4 without missing a beat. Derek Brooks. So, yeah, I thought I meant Derek Brooks, but for some oh, reason well, I was fixing on Then in that case, Derek yes, Thomas. you totally nailed it. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> uh, it's almost like I know you or something. Kind of. I, I make no secret of my fandom for Tampa Bay and Cleveland. So for my next pick, I will also go outside linebacker because I know you're going to need at least one more. And I will go with Junior Seah. Ooh, that's not bad. That's that. Wasn't Junior Seau a middle linebacker though? Mm, depended. I feel like he's That's more. True. I feel like he's more known as an outside linebacker. Although I'm sure he did both. I say I, I think he's just linebacker. You yeah. know, it's, he can kind of play them both. Yeah. But, but that's, that's okay. where I go. Not bad. I, I'm clearly going to finish out my linebacker core then. So go ahead and hit me. With my next pick, I select Derek Thomas. Why not? <laughs> Almost like I saw the future. It's, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I wasn't planning on taking him. You put his name back into my head. The <laughs> single game NFL sack holder for the record holder for sacks. He only played a nine year career and broke a hundred sacks for his career. It's yeah, no, Derek, Derek Thomas, rest in peace, but definitely Derek Thomas outside linebacker for the Kansas city chiefs. I will now finish my linebacking core. And I will also go in the modern realm for mine. I will go Brian Urlacher. Oh, God, you would. What do you mean I would? You would. Earl, you're not, you, you would not like my opinion on Brian Urlacher. You, don't, you hate everyone I love. Not true. Or like. Not true. I gave you kudos for Moss. Then you started picking the circus and then you picked a, some good players in there. Guys like Gronkowski and Seau. Not to add when Lawrence Taylor's Lawrence Taylor's also the circus, but he's also a good player. Wow, kind of hard to argue that one. But oh uh, no, I'm gonna keep my opinion about Brian Urlacher to myself. Okay. And some just no, I can't. He's a stat patter, man. Oh my gosh. If you want someone to tackle a guy six yards upfield. Sure, he's great. <laughs> no, no, not going there. We're not we're not having an argument about how Brian Erlocker is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, yet somehow Clay Matthews is not yet. We're not going there. We're just not, Matt. This is a family show. We're not taking it down that rabbit hole. Anyway, okay, I need to pick again, right? <laughs> At defensive tackle, 
I select Aaron Donald. I mean, you're not going to hear an argument from me against Aaron Donald. Here's the thing. You know how much I like going for more of the vintage players on these sorts of things. You're talking about some of the older players and older generation players. I've watched, I've watched all the tape. I've watched all the highlight stuff. I've seen all the great defensive linemen that have come through the NFL. I'm hard pressed to pick anybody over Aaron Donald right now, just the way he's playing, what his natural progression is leaning towards. I mean, my God, he's only been in the league. What? Five years, six years at this point. He's been in the league longer than you think he was in. 14 draft. Hold on. I'm going to look that up. Cause he was in college while I was in college. I think it, it was, I think it was 14. I think I'm right. I'm pulling it up right now. So we'll find out. Oh yeah, it was 14, but I, I'll just go through this stat line for you. So he's been in the league one, two, three, four. He's been in the league seven years. One defensive he has player of the 85 year. How many times? and a half sacks as a one technique. I mean, he's not I, always a one technique. He, he, he start well, well, I'm getting it. He started his career as a one technique. Yeah. His first two years with St. Louis, he was a one technique. And then they switched him out when they went to LA. You know, LA. 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 Um, at that point he switched to a defensive end and his numbers just went through the roof again. So yeah, Aaron Donald, that's, I, I, I want to, I want to come up with a different one, but Aaron Donald is six time first team all pro and he has been selected to the pro bowl every year. He's been in the league. It's, it's a no brainer for me. So with that. Because I know you're going to need some defensive end soon. I'll take the first defensive end off the board. I will go RIP Reggie White. That's that's not a bad one there. It's not a bad one. And I like that I got you a little scared and you're starting to go defense with all your picks too. Well, I'm just trying to counterbalance everything I can. All right, well, I'm going to keep the trend going at least for one more pick because I'm feeling super good about my defense already. So hit me. With my next pick, I take as my defensive end, Bruce Smith, the all-time leader in sacks. I had a feeling you would. Here's the thing. You're you're th- you're throwing names out there into the air supply that I wasn't even thinking of necessarily. That now it's like, oh man, I really need to take these guys. So there there there's my next pick is Bruce Smith, defensive end from the Buffalo Bills. And I think he did like two years with Washington as well. I will stick on the defensive line. And I will take as my was one of my two defensive tackles since I'll run the four three. I will go with some consider him the greatest defensive tackle of all time. I will go Warren Sapp. Well, allow me to compliment you for saying one of the greatest of all time when it comes to a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. 
just warms my soul to hear that. Could could you say it again? Just just say it again. <laughs> no. Say it again, please. No. Pretty please. No. I'm asking nicely. Matt, you got your next pick? <laughs> you have your next pick. Yes, I have my next pick. Go ahead. To play my other defensive end position in my 3-4 that I am running. My next pick is Mean Joe Green. Wasn't he more known as a tackle, though? No, he he was because the Steelers, during that Steel Curtain era, they ran a 3-4 because it was Lambert and Ham on the outside. They had two other linebackers, or Lambert and uh, Ham on the inside. And then Joe Green was actually like the Richard Seymour type of defensive end. So kind of like the same thing that Donald's doing right now in – LA is he's playing that defensive end position, but technically he's a tackle. Either way, he fits my, one of my positions I have. So I could I can either run a 43 and have Bruce Smith as the edge and then you know have Joe Green on the inside or vice versa. I'm I'm super happy with it. It hurts me to say this. Go for it. I got to go with the guy who made a very big deal about changing teams, who has made a very big deal about making himself in the spotlight, J.J. Watt. Why Why does it hurt you to say that? Because he's all about – you talk about how guys on my team are all about themselves. J.J. Watt is all about J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt also played for a Houston Texan team that sold him down the river like seven different times. He's allowed to be all about J.J. Watt. Oh, I need to I need to cut a hole in this iceberg to get my ice bath in. Like, just go in an iceberg. Just go in an ice tub. Aaron Donald trains with knives. Okay. Like, well, everyone has their weird thing that they do, man. J- don't hate on J.J. Watt. He's not that bad. Please. He's not that bad. Did he handle free agency a little diva-ish? Yeah. He definitely did. He was also clearly the top free agent in this period. So he's allowed. It's okay. Please. So with that being said, I'm ready for my next pick. I'm getting ready to round out this defense. Hit me. Come to the realization in life that I'm picking a lot of the enemies that I've learned to hate over the years. I know what you're taking one of two guys. Like, go ahead and tell me which ones you think they are. Either Paulo Malu or Ed Reed. Okay. Yeah. You're getting to know me pretty well. It's Ed Reed. <laughs> so Ed Reed is my other safety. Oh, as my safety. Cause I'm actually going to go on a limb. I'm playing Charles Woodson at cornerback. Yeah, he play, I mean he I was kind of debating where to actually put him on my board and it's I think hard, I think I en- I think I ended up yeah, I ended up putting him at corner, but I mean he played both well throughout his career. Well, here's it. He went to the Pro Bowl as both a safety and a corner. He won defensive player of the year as both a safety and a corner. So it's like it's kind of hard to just pick, but 
I'm making Charles Woodson my corner because I have another safety I want to snag that I think will really help my team immensely. So let's review. I got Woodson, Ray Lewis, Dick Butkus, Derek Brooks, Derek Thomas. You're trying, Ed to, you're Reed. trying to kick me off the podium. Hmm? You're trying to kick me off the podium. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you like doing this. Go ahead, please. Read on. So with uh, with my next pick, to counterbalance you, I will take the guy I mentioned in Troy Palomalu. Not bad. Great hair. Do you know, do you know who uh, what famous quarterback said that Troy Palomalu was his least favorite player to play against? I do not. That has to be a pretty long list, though. Well, at least the most notable of people that have said this was Peyton Manning. I believe that. And because... Because, I mean, you you know how Peyton Manning liked to play. He liked to analyze every single thing he could. And mm-hmm. so he'd be like, okay, this guy is supposed to be here, so I can do this. Troy Palomalu, because he was more or less to allowed to do whatever he wanted, would go wherever he wanted because he had the instinct of knowing where things went, and he would never be where he's supposed to be, like, in, this, in the formation. And, and here's the thing. I'll, I'll add to this as well. Because this is me giving a lot of kudos to a Pittsburgh player. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would make an argument, and feel free to correct me if you feel otherwise. I don't necessarily think you will. I would actually say, on an instinct level, as a blitzer, there hasn't been a better safety in the NFL at blitzing than Troy Palomalu. I can't even really think of who's second on that list. Like maybe Brian Dawkins when he was with Philly, but he was more of just like that center fielder that would just unload on people. He wasn't necessarily a blitzer. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's for me, that's a tough, I I'm having a hard time thinking of another safety who was so consistently good at blitzing like Palomalu was. It's just, he had an uncanny level of time. Kind honestly kind of reminds me of, like what we saw with Bryce Markle from Macomb in terms of timing up his middle linebacker blitzes. Like he'd be getting a full head of steam as the ball would be snapped. Palomalu was the same way, like every time. Just really impressive stuff. But okay, right, let's let's keep building this defense. Hit me. With my next pick, I am going to close out my safety position. I have Ed Reed. I got my ball hawk. He's a good hitter, but I need I need a real tub thumper. I need a chumbawamba back there. And that's why I'm going with Mr. Ronnie Lott. I have a feeling you do that too. Ronnie Lott had a doctor cut off part of his finger and then went back into the game. Yeah. Like there there's tough, there's gutsy, and then about a mile above that list of people standing on a pantheon by himself with nine and three quarters fingers is Ronnie Lott. My next pick. I will close out my safeties with another guy we just mentioned. Eminem said, so what? 
I'm against the world. So what? I'm Brian Dawkins versus the whole 0-16 Lions offense. I will go Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins was good. He's he's very good. Yeah, you know, like hindsight being 2020. Now that one of my Buccaneers, John Lynch, is getting in the Hall of Fame. Initially, when Dawkins got in before him, I was like, "Come on, man! You can't have Dawkins again before John Lynch." And that's like, actually, you know what? No, you you can't. Daw- Dawkins was an absolute game changer as a safety. Uh, I'm I'm behind that pick. That's a good pick. It's a very solid pick there. So, let's see here. I need to think about this one. Um. Okay, I'm ready. Moving back to offense at running back, I will select Barry Sanders. I swear it's like I know you. You how how do you take look? I love running backs. It's one of my favorite positions to like scout, evaluate, and put my input on everyone did something really well like lt a great all-purpose back great receiving back as well emmett smith absolute meat grinder of a running back walter payton dynamic and electric definitely ahead of his time barry sanders was every single one of those things and then some yeah if you it's just he's too good too good For my next pick. I will close out my defense with my other defensive tackle. I will go with the man who scored a touchdown in the 86 Super Bowl. And that is only because they played him at fullback. I will go William Refrigerator Perry. Wow. Okay, that for the record, that is not you going chalk. You left a lot of defensive tackles on the board there to go William Perry. So here's my question. Is this more of a secret offensive strategy type of thing? <laughs> or it, is this an Al Davis, I fell in love with a player, even though he's like a fifth-round grade, and I'm just going to take him at number one? I mean, he's, I mean, he's just a giant. Have fun moving him. I mean, he is, but okay. Um, You have been writing these picks down, correct? I have. Okay. Could you tell me who my defensive line is again? Your defensive line is Bruce Smith, Mean Joe Green, and Aaron Donald. Okay, so I got one more. I'm going to close out my defensive line. Hit me. Closing out my defensive line, I select John Randall. Defensive tackle, Minnesota Vikings. If I didn't take Perry, that's who I would have taken. That 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 is why I am floored as all get out that you took. Like I, I'm just called as it like you taking Warren Sapp or you taking um, God, who is it? That Lawrence Taylor. It's like I'm no, I'm not risking leaving him on the board. Nope, nope, nope. John Randall, that's my pick. I guess it might be time for us to go back to offense. 
Maybe because I think <laughs> I just need a cornerback at this point, right? And that's it for my defense. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's I think it's time to go offense again. We have our receivers. I have my running back. <laughs> so I'm gonna for... win. <laughs> you know what? Just because you said that for my next pick. Simply because you've been getting under my skin a little bit. <laughs> I will take Joe Thomas. Oh, you rat <laughs> thing. <laughs> you horrible human being. You evil, spiteful. I detest your existence right now. <laughs> I I actively root for your failure on this day. Wow. Hey, you could have taken taken him earlier. Oh <laughs> steal Joe Thomas from me. How dare sir, how dare you? <laughs> That's why I did it. How dare you? Wow. Wow. You took away Joe Thomas from me. <sighs> Do you have your next pick? Well, I got to stop being angry at you first. <laughs> Give me a second. That was personal. That's why I did it. That, that was not you picking Joe Thomas because you wanted. That was you picking Joe Thomas out of spite. You burned a draft pick just to spite me. I'm not sure how I feel about this. I waited a while. You you barely waited. You barely waited. I even gave you credit on your picks. I'm hurt. Ugh, fine, I'm ready. God, I loathe your existence right now. Uh, but that means I got to start looking at offensive line where I will clearly win with my next pick. I will secure my blind side. Mr. Orlando pace. If I didn't try and spite you, I would have taken pace too. So yeah, well, you know what? You spited me. Now <laughs> I have Orlando pace. <laughs> Chew on that one for a little bit. God, you, you're making me take Rams and Steelers. And then you spite me thinking, oh, maybe there's a God and I'll be able to take Joe Thomas to redeem all these Steelers and Rams that I've been picking. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, that's how it's going to be played. I see how it is. We chose violence this morning, I guess. For my next pick... I will go to the middle of my offensive line and I will take Kevin Mawai as my center. Okay, that's not bad. It's not too shabby. You useless fact about me and my video game playing. You know I love me some Madden football, right? I do. There was like a six year run 
where I would always just do a fantasy draft and just simulate the fantasy draft or whatever team I got, I got. But for like the last six years of Kevin Moai's career, he somehow was my center on every team every time I did a fantasy draft for like a franchise mode. Made no sense. Like I wasn't picking him, just the game kept picking him for me. So I'm kind of a Kevin Moai fan. I like that. He's a good player. Um, I need to go get my other tackle because I don't trust you at all anymore after that blaspheme that you just did against me. So I'm ready for my next pick. Hit me. With my next pick, I will take Walter Jones, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, he was he was on my board too. Do, do you want a crazy, dumb, useless fact about him, but it just shows how impressive he is? Sure. Do you know he only committed four holding penalties in his whole career? That's that's nuts. He committed four holding penalties in his whole career and only gave up six sacks in his whole career. That that's just like Joe Thomas is on that Mount Rushmore of defense of offensive tackles for me because he committed 10 and gave up nine type of thing. You know what I like? And Walter Jones had him beat somehow. It's just incredibly talented offensive linemen and proof that linemen never hold with my next pick. I will sure up the left side of my line. Why? You have Joe Thomas. You don't need it. Like, still, still need a left guard, but. Fine. Just go. I will take Bruce Matthews. Oh. Okay. Now you're starting with some deep cuts. I like that. Bruce Matthews is a good one. I got my tackles. I don't have a center yet, but I'm going to work towards that. There's plenty to choose from for that one. So let's go ahead and get that guard situation taken care of for me. Hit me. With my next pick, I so team Matt selects Gene Upshaw, guard Oakland slash LA Raiders. Yeah, he was on my board too. It's between him and Art Shell, that was the best one side of a line in football history, I would argue. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, he was nuts. He was. He absolutely was. Anyway, see, we're agreed on picks. You didn't have to spite me. Uh, this is this is going to be some some guys that uh, I'm not fond of. I think between some of our next couple of picks. Yeah, I, I trust me. I've had to go through that laundry list too in my head. I feel you. Go for it. For my next pick, I will go former Baltimore Raven Jonathan Ogden. At, that's a good one. I know that hurt you. It did. I know that hurt you. Like there's part of me that says, but Lance, what about like Anthony Munoz? And it's like, no, that would still hurt too. That still would not be pleasant. And I'd give you some of the deeper cuts, but I, I don't think they would resonate too well with you. 
like a Ron Yeri or I mean, Art Shell was out there. He could have taken him, but Jonathan Ogden is very, very good. He he was he was a great tackle, one of the best. Technically, like fundamental wise, like technical skill wise, I would say one of the three best offensive linemen in NFL history. He was very, very technically sound. But okay, let's keep building this offensive line here. Hit me. With my next pick, Team Matt selects Larry Little, guard, Miami Dolphins. Ironically, Larry Little was not very little. No, Larry Little is anything but a little man. <laughs> it's that 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 was a grown man playing guard back in the day for the Miami Dolphins. He he was a big boy. It hurts me to say this. Keep getting hurt. We keep doing this to ourselves, Lance. To round out my offensive line, I got to go another former Raven. Got to go Marshall Yonda. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Like, I, I need some help on this. So bear with me here. Okay. Was Marshall Yanda or Yanda actually that good? Or has the right guard position been so weak in the NFL? He just looked really good. I think it's a combination of both, probably. Like, because here's the I, everyone was losing their mind when he retired. I'm like, yeah, he was good. I, I'm not sure, like, at least for me, I kind of view it as I, I wouldn't pick him over some of the guys that we picked already or some of the people that are still on the board, like an Alan Fanica or a Bob Kuchenberg or um, like a Randall McDaniel or someone like it. So uh, that's one of those where I, I've been asking people about that. I was like, was he act I, like he was good, but was he actually that good? So, but uh, honestly with your line that you've built, he, he should be fine, but that that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough spot to be in for Yanda, but I respect you picking a team that you despise with the fire of a thousand suns. I made up for it by having Joe Thomas on the left side of my line. We're not talking about the Joe <laughs> Thomas pick Lance. We're trying to move on as friends and co-hosts. <laughs> oh, I just, I, our audio just peaked so bad, but it was worth it. <laughs> I'm trying to move on as a friend and a co-host. <laughs> God, you gonna you gonna finish up your line now? Yes, I am. Hit me with our next pick, Team Matt selects, and this one really hurts me to say. Mike Webster, center, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, there's other centers out there, but he was the best center. For my money. Oh. You gotta move away from the line, man. You you hurt me so <laughs> deeply. With my next pick, as we're starting to run out of picks here. We are. This actually is moving along. We did a good job with this. With my next pick, I will finish out my wide receiver core. 
I will go. I'll go Megatron. I will go Calvin Johnson. Not bad. I got no notes on that one. I think Calvin Johnson is an amazing wide receiver. Ugh, you're killing me because I really want to draft a fullback, but the guy that I'd have as my third wide receiver is just sitting there to be had. Uh, no, 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 no. For the record, since we're both done with receivers, we both kind of dropped the ball with somebody. Andre Johnson does not get enough respect as a wide receiver from the modern era. I tell you, if I didn't take Calvin right there, I was going to take Andre Johnson. That that's I mean, let, let's take like a minute here and just address that elephant in the room. Andre Johnson is one of the 10 best wide receivers in the history of the NFL. He needs to be a hall of famer. He needs to go down as the, one of the greats that he actually is fight me, change my mind. <laughs> you will not hear an argument from me because I, especially like in Madden, I loved playing with those Texan teams that had Andre Johnson that had Arian Foster that had Owen Daniels even that had some other guys as like num- wide receiver number twos over the years. I, w- I liked playing with those teams. Andre Johnson. I mean, he was, he was so, he was so fast. He was, he was on, he was on teams that sucked for almost his entire career too. Like I, I would actually say you picked probably two of the most, Oh my God, what could have been picks with Joe Thomas and Andre Johnson. Could, could you imagine those two on winning teams? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, if if Joe Thomas had gotten picked, I, I refuse to say the Steelers. I can't bring myself to say it. That would make my head explode, like, from scanners. But say, say he was on, like, the Packers or the Vikings back when they were good or the Saints or the Patriots or the Colts. How many Super Bowls would they have won with him right. as their it's, tackle? Yeah. You know? It's, it's nuts. And then for Andre Johnson, my God, he was getting 1,400 yards a season with David Carr and Matt Schaub as his quarterbacks. Yeah. Could you? I, I shudder to think what he could have done with like a Philip Rivers, with a Drew. Br- oh God, with a Drew Brees. You you would have had then Andre Johnson followed up by Michael Thomas with the, the quality receivers they had in their time there in New Orleans. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. A- Andre Johnson, I hope somehow we have Hall of Fame committee voters listening to this thing. Andre Johnson is a Hall of Famer. And frankly, if Calvin Johnson is a first ballot guy, Andre Johnson needs to be a first ballot guy too. That's a hill I'm re- prepared to die on. Got your next pick. It's my pick, though, isn't it? It is. Have I picked any tight ends yet? You have not. No? Oh, okay. Well, let's solve that here real quick. Hit me. With our next pick, Team Matt selects the Wizard of Oz, Ozzie Newsome. Really? Really? Do you want to you wanna defend that for a moment? Oh, sure. Gladly. Ozzie Newsome, for my money, 
is the best all around tight end in the history of the game. Cause he could both block and catch. Cause I, I know where in your mind you're going with it, where it's, I'm guessing either Tony Gonzalez or Antonio Gates. Absolutely. We're the next two on my board. Okay. I don't disagree with them as pass catchers. I think they may be the two best pass catching tight ends in the history of the game with Kellen Winslow and Gronkowski being on that list too. And, and there's a couple others that are there. Like Vernon Davis, I think is somebody that gets overlooked quite a bit in that regard. But can you honestly tell me that Tony Gonzalez was the best blocking tight end? No. Same thing with Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates almost never really blocked. Ozzie Newsome blocked for four different 1,000-yard rushers in his time in Cleveland. Two of them coming in the same year. So, for me, I view Ozzie Newsome as a complete tight end as opposed to just a pass catcher or just a blocker. So, Ozzie Newsome, no doubt about it. Oh, man. For my next pick. I don't like him as a human being. Well, that's like half your team, but well, go ahead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to go with the guy who single-handedly carried the Vikings into the postseason one year. I'm going to go Adrian Peterson. Not bad. Not bad. It's the whole hitting his kid with mm. a switch thing. Am yeah, I right? A little bit. Yeah, that's that's that one's hard to defend. I don't defend that one. That's it's kind of messed up. But as a running back, I mean, he's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I would want him nowhere near like 100 yards of my children of any variety or anybody's children. But. My God, there, or, there's or Gina Gibbiotti him as a running back, or Gina Gibbiotti. Ah, uh, yeah, that as well. <laughs> that that too. Good Lord, <laughs> God, he really is just terrible off the field, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, we're referencing a fictional TV show, so. Yeah, I know. I'm joking, <laughs> but still, he's not not that great off the field. Huh. Just learned something about my opinion of Adrian Peterson today. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Um, so I have two wide receivers. So one, two. How many picks have I made on offense already? On offense, of your skill position, guys, you have Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, and Ozzie Newsome, and then you have your five linemen. Okay, so I have two more positions that I can pick. Correct. On offense. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, go ahead and hit me. I'm going to live life dangerously. I'm going to live life moss. With my next pick, I select at fullback the position he actually played. The greatest of all time, Jim Brown. 
How did I know you were going to do that? Because I now have a backfield that's been kissed by the gods. Hmm. I mean, there's no debating Jim Brown. 12,000 yards in nine seasons. It's the, the, the facts speak for themselves with Jim Brown. Although I know my father will hear this and it pained me to not take Larry Zonka as my fullback. That's the thing. I kind of thought she would do that because I love Larry Zonka. He's so fun to watch, but the fact that you did not betray me and take Jim Brown already as either your running back or fullback, it's Jim Brown is the number one fullback. Larry Zonka is the number two fullback. Mike Allstott's the number three fullback of all time for my money. So it's, it kills me because I want Zonka on the team, but if Jim Brown's still there, I can't say no to Jim Brown. It hurts me to say this, but I have to go with the man who is still winning titles at age 43. At You're my going goat. I'm going Tom Brady. Okay. See, there's, just, there's, you. there's just so much evidence about how damn good he is now. Like, you like, can't deny it. Like, it hurts you. You know how anti-Tom Brady I have been through most of my life. You know that I have screamed from the rooftops, he's a system quarterback. And then he goes and wins a damn Super Bowl. <laughs> with statistically the worst team in the history of the NFL of all time in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers without a preseason, without an off season. First time learning the playbook was as he was showing up to get ready for the season. And he still won the Super Bowl. It, like I can't argue against him anymore. I'm with you. It's like, it kills me. It kills me because I've been so anti-Tom Brady for most of my career and life. But as he goes to Tampa, it's like, okay, I'm going to eat crow and I'll root for him because I like my Buccaneers. Wins the Super Bowl. Oh, my God, he actually won the Super Bowl with them. Then he, like, has a personality all of a sudden and doing commercials and bits with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and gets drunk at their boat parade, and it's like, are, are you making me a Tom Brady fan right now? Because I can actually see you as a human and not an Android built in Bill Belichick's basement. Oh my God. You're making me a Tom Brady fan right now. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I, I, I can't disagree with that. That means I got to go quarterback now. So hit me. I'm surprised it took this long for us to go quarterback, honestly. Um, with our next pick, Team Matt selects. That's a tough one. You know what? Let me just circle back on the circle back on quarterback on this one because I have a fullback. I have all those positions. Defense, I only have just a the other corner is all I need, right? Yes. Okay. 
With our next pick, Team Matt selects. Paul Krause, Minnesota Vikings. All-time leader in interceptions. Yeah, can't argue with him. Yeah. I I need a I still I need a pick or two to think about my quarterback. <laughs> I'm torn. Anyway, you're up. So with that, we now in general have kicker, punter, return specialist, and our coach left to pick. Matt Celeste to get his quarterback too. Where do I want to go? I'll I'll go I'll go chalk. The man won several Super Bowls with kicks. Got to go, Chalk. Got to go, Adam Vinatieri. Not a bad pick. There's only there's only two place kickers in the Hall of Fame. As soon as he hangs them up, there'll be a third. Uh, that's that's a solid solid pick there. I'm gonna I'm already ready for my pick. So hit me. I'm going to go with the leading scorer in the history of the NFL as my kicker. And if you ever get the chance, watch his hall of fame acceptance speech. It's one of the funniest things of all time. Mr. Morton Anderson. I'd say which teams he's for, but he played for like all of them at some point in his career. So Morton Anderson will be my kicker. I will go to my return specialist now. I know where you're going with this. Do you? At least I think so. I am going with the man who it was downright silly to kick to him, both when he was in college and when he was in the pros. I know where you're going. (laughs) I will go one, Devin Hester. Yep, figured that was going to happen. Had, had a feeling you'd go Hester on that. Which means I get to be a complete homer. Hit me. Taking the, Taking wild the cat. wildcat. Mr. Mr. Josh, Josh Cribs. Yeah, I saw that coming. You didn't need to mock me. <laughs> you didn't need to mock me. I did that on purpose so I could give you Cribs after I took Joe Thomas. I appreciate that. You you really hurt me by taking <laughs> Joe Thomas. Like I, that's that's borderline other guys moment where it's like those things you said were really really hurtful. Yeah, no, I really <laughs> thought about them. <laughs> oh man. All right, yeah, Josh Cribbs will be my return guy. I will take my punter. And I will go, I will kind of go off the board a little bit on this one. I will go with the man who is very well known today in media. And I will go Pat McAfee. Oh, God. McAfee drives me up a a great punter. Dude does drive me up a wall, though, with some of his takes. Like, he, he is, he's an interesting fella. But not a bad pick. 
I'm ready for my punter. Go ahead and hit me. I will choose the only punter to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and that is Ray Guy. Shocker. You went chalk. Who wouldn't? It's a punter. The only first-round punter in the history of the NFL. Well, I'm hoping my team's so good we don't need to punt often. So, Well, yeah, but by the same token, if you do need to punt, my guy will pin you inside the 20 every time. For my, I'll make work. For my last pick and for my coach. This actually was one of my hardest ones because there's been however many Super Bowl winning coaches. I got to go with the guy who uh, who did it most of the time with my quarterback. I got to go Bill Belichick. Not bad. B- Belichick was at the top of my list for coaches. I'll give you that one. I'll definitely give you that. Um, wait, you should still have one more pick because I have two I still need a pick. I need a quarterback and a coach. Mm, I don't think so. Well, I would double check for yourself because te- you technically should have two because I got two I still need to f- fulfill. No, you just need your coach. Or no, you need your coach and your quarterback. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm I, taking one of them now, but you should still have one more position that you need too since you drafted first. I would check your roster, but in the meantime, I have decided on my quarterback. With our next pick, Team Matt selects Peyton Manning. We now have a Brady Manning bull. If, did, if, did you, if if I didn't take Brady, I would have taken Peyton Manning. Here's the thing. There are so many good quarter. Like you have Manning, you got Brady, you got Breeze, Rogers. Um, you got the Klansman. I mean, Brett Favre. You have Troy Aikman. You have Staubach, Joe Montana, Steve. Young. There's so many that you, it's almost overwhelming to pick a quarterback. <laughs> so yeah, Peyton Manning. I'm uh, I'm gonna stick chalk on that one. We have Manning Brady Bowl, like 27, I guess. So did you find your missing player? I found I found the issue. It's because you took too many players. Who did I take too many? Because you have you have you have four defensive linemen when you said you were playing a three four. Oh, okay. Um, go ahead and drop John Randall then. So that was the issue. Okay. So then I'll I'll close it out with my coach then. Leading the way for Team Matt at coach is the winningest coach for championships in football history, Mr. Paul Brown. I mean, his mark on football, I mean, you it, it, you can't possibly understate it. No, and, and see that, 
honestly, that's why for like Belichick, it's like you can't understate what he did in the free agency era. Building a dynasty that won six Super Bowls is amazing. That's incredible. You look at what happened with the Browns before it switched to the current NFL, like AFC NFC model with the Super Bowls. The the Browns won ten championships almost in a row. I, I like there was only like a one or two year gap in between their titles type of thing. So yeah, it's uh, what Paul Brown did was unbelievable. He was revolutionary as a coach. I mean, for Pete's sakes, the Cleveland Browns are named after Paul Brown. And then he went and created the Cincinnati Bengals as well. So yeah, Paul Brown, he'll be my head coach. And we, we got ourselves a great football game between these two teams. Yes, we certainly do. So running down each team for me, I got Tom Brady, Adrian Peterson, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Calvin Johnson, and Gronk. Offensive line, Joe Thomas, Bruce Matthews, Kevin Mawai, Marshall Yonda, and Jonathan Ogden. On the defensive side, Reggie White, J.J. Watt, Warren Sapp, William Refrigerator Perry, Lawrence Taylor, Brian Erlacher, and Junior Seah, Deion Sanders, Darrell Rivas as the corners, and then Brian Dawkins and Troy Palomalu as the safeties. Kicker Adam Vinatieri, punter is Pat McAfee, and they were teammates together on the Colts, fun fact. And then return specialist Devin Hester and coach Bill Belichick. And then for Matt, we got Peyton Manning, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, Larry, Jerry Rice. Um, I almost said Larry Rice. Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Ozzie Newsome, and then offensive line, Orlando Pace, Larry Little, Mike Webster, Gene Upshaw, and Walter Jones. Defensive side, Bruce Smith, Mean Joe Green, and Aaron Donald. Let's go with Derek Brooks, Derek Thomas, Dick Butkus, and Ray Lewis. Defensive backfield, Charles Woodson and Paul Krause to go with Ed Reed, and Ronnie Lott, kicker, Morton Anderson, punter, Ray Guy, return specialist, Josh Cribbs, and coach, Paul Brown. Okay, how much would you pay to make that game happen? <laughs> I mean, we would need several time machines. So uh, that That's money well spent, if you ask me. That's got to be in the Tri-County Broadcasting budget. You know, I mean, you know, you know what we should, I mean... Oh, my God, we could do it on Madden. I was going to say, are all these players in Madden? They should be on, like, the ultimate teams or stuff like that, or we can, like, load up rosters and put them on. I think that should be your homework since you are more equipped with Madden than I am to do that over this weekend and see what happens. Make the ultimate team. (laughs) You might have to fill it with with a bunch of random guys just because to make it a 53-man team, but... Well, that's that's not that hard to do it's not it's not a big deal so but oh man yeah that's uh, okay uh, that's something i could definitely do on top of the homework i usually have but that's <laughs> i think we could make happen because god that'd be a fun like just oh uh, you know what that could be even something we put on the website turn on like all madden mode simulate it and just watch that game happen and we could do the commentary for it. There we go. There's an idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should probably do that next week if we're going to do that, but we'll see. We, I, here's the, I'm going to put it together. Don't don't you worry about that. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, that's a good idea. That could be really fun. Please rate, subscribe, review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. That's so we can keep help 
this passion of Matt and I's grow. That'll do it for this edition of the show. And of course, next week we'll be back with our NFL draft preview. So thank you for joining us for episode number two for this week of Lance and Matt. Plus, thank you for listening and have a great rest of your weekend, everybody.